Sounds like another car. I hear it too. Should we honk or something? You know, like signal them? Uh, they see us. They're just figuring out what to do. Hold up. They're getting out. Uh, I'm just gonna go talk to them. Lizzie. Back up! Back up now! Lizzie! Back up, bitch! Or jump! Hold on! I was just... Stand down! Back up, lady! Um, hello everybody! Welcome to the We're Alive Archive. We have made it to Chapter 6. We are pretty deep into the series now. Yay! <laughs> and uh, we have a very special guest with us this week, the illustrious, amazing actress Jenna McCombie, who you would know as Scratch, one of the darker characters of the series, yeah. um, and also one of the biggest fan favorites. So I think we've had uh, so some of our biggest responses to this episode uh, with you as a guest. So thank you very much for coming today. Thank you for having me, guys. This was so great, as always. It's always fun to come back. <laughs> it's uh, me. I, I I wish I wish we had more. We're alive to record with Scratch because it was such amazing uh, experience to record with you, and just uh, you embody the character so well. It's just yeah. I, there was nobody else that could have ever played Scratch um, in the entire series. So yeah, I'm just so happy you're here. Thanks, Casey. And Thank we'll, you. And we're gonna have a lot more uh, little comments and things as we go. Uh, we'll talk to you a little bit about. Um, we have a lot of questions from fans that are gonna be coming up probably towards the end of this show. Um, do we have anything to start us off? Uh, sure. Well, I want to know, me personally, and I'm sure a lot of other people do. Um, want to know what was the story of you auditioning, and then reading for this role, and then getting cast as this role, and like what. What is the origin story of Scratch the character and how you got involved with We're Alive? Casey can answer half of that. Yeah, I can. I can answer <laughs> half of it. But the audition process was quite unique for yourself. Yeah. Um, um, I did tell the story, I think, one or two other times in, in previous interviews. But um, we were there watching Shane perform. Yeah. It, and... Casey came up to me and he goes, hey, you know what, I have I have the script in the car. Do you just want to like throw a couple lines? Sit, you know, we'll just record it, see how it sounds. And I'm sitting there with a drink in my hand. The show's <laughs> over. I'm like, sure, let's go. So we all went to the car. There's three of us in the car. There's Shane, Casey, and myself. And we just started playing with uh, Scratch's lines. We did like Southern accents. We were doing New York accents. We, we've done a couple different things. And then he just said, give me, uh, give me anything, you guys. Just tell me an interpretation you're given. So I just made a slight modification with my natural voice. And we just kept going and playing with the lines, line after line after line. And it, it, it kind of stuck from there. And everyone kind of agreed, like, I think that's it. Yeah. No, it kind of came to life from there. And actually, weirdly enough, on some of my notes today, I can point out little instances of like, oh, this was a Southern twang line we left in, unfortunately, and didn't change it. Like, <laughs> like it was one of those things where um, when I wrote the script, I actually wrote in like some of the accent stuff in the lines and it kind of still was in there. So you'll you'll notice it a little bit because that was the original intention was she was supposed to be like a Southern Belle, but mm. like a really mean Southern Belle. <laughs> That is true. That's true. Um, but it worked out much better to have your voice just be that your more natural uh, speaking voice, just, you know, your amplification, which became scratch. 
Yeah. That was, yeah. Go ahead. To be clear, this audition happened in the car. Yes. Yeah. We, it was. It was one of those things where, um, where I had worked with Jenna before. We did uh, previously. I think uh, about a, you know they come um, six months prior. We did like the barn with uh, with Shane and, and Jenna together, where it was the the roles were reversed slightly, where she was the victim. It was stereotypical, yes, but uh, she was the victim, and he was the killer. Uh, matter of fact, we'll, we'll throw up the, the YouTube link, uh, somewhere in here so you guys can watch it if you want. Um, but it was, it was then that it, like I had worked, uh, we'd worked a little bit before that, hadn't we? You saw my interpretation of Kramer versus Kramer. Yes, I and did. And then that's whenever I met you. Yeah. Cause I saw that and I was like, I was blown away by it and I was like, um, uh, I need to, can you, can I have her contact information? <laughs> it was so, it was very, very cool. Cause I never saw Kramer versus Kramer uh -huh. and I like Meryl Streep. Mm -hmm. I really like her work. And I, for some odd reason, I just never saw that movie mm -hmm. yet. And, um, I'm so glad I didn't cause it, it was very, very different than Meryl Streep's oh, yeah. interpretation. Um, and you, you disappeared into the role though. It was great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good, good people, good direction, and a good cast, a castmate. Yeah, it worked. It was, it was amazing. Um, I don't know if I, I can't find sure that one, but I, I can definitely show, share with you guys the barn. But uh, it was just a definite like, I needed to get a hold of you and cast you in something. And then the barn was the first one, and I was like, okay, what else do I got? Uh, and then well, and that, that was fun. Along. It was. It and, was a lot of fun. And I, that was when I met Shane. Was the first time was trying to kill me. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, because I actually I was one of these like artistic directors that wanted to. Um, I didn't let the cast n meet each other before <laughs> the that we were rolling, mm -hmm. because he was the he was the killer and the, he was inside this barn like picking out his weapons of of how he was going to uh, to dismember her, and um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was really creepy. Uh, it was really it wasn't so graphic, but it was. Uh, it meant to be pretty horrific, and I didn't let them meet ahead of time. And we had full prosthetic makeup on him at the same time, where his like eye was like missing, and it was it was pretty crazy. But it was a lot of fun. Was and a short film? Yeah, a little short film. Oh, okay. Uh, but they never got to meet beforehand, and then they got to meet afterwards. So it was kind of a it's one of those director tricks. Was like, yeah, I'll give this a try. You know. Very successful, I might add, because he really did scare me. There, there's <laughs> well, genuine fear. That, that perfect. I like to hear that. <laughs> And you have to understand, we were outside. It was dark. It was freezing. Oh, it was like not... it was like in November. It was a really cold night. Yeah, I'm tied up against this pole. I don't know who is coming at me. All <laughs> I'm doing is seeing a shadow, some fluffy hair, and like I'm seeing scarring. I'm seeing a lot of unevenness in the little light that's kind of catching his face. And it, it was a very um, just the, his approach, even towards me, up against this pole. It's a very demanding and intimidating presence. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> you're very, very trusting of us. So thank you for that. Because it was like <laughs> she had her lines memorized, and that was it. She was there. There was actually I don't think there were any lines. Mm -mm. It was all oh. just visual, just reaction and action of what was going oh, on, and uh, kind of raw in that way. It was uh, that was fun. It was fun. That was that was really cool. I'll definitely will be posting a link about that uh, after this, so you guys can all see it. I think it was probably <laughs> it was actually one of the last pieces I directed too. Because uh, after that, I didn't really do. I, I jumped over to the visual side of things or after my animation was finished and hmm. said, "No, nah, I'm just doing all audio. Forget this visual stuff. It's not fun anymore." Yeah. So yeah, and that was so you were there for that pivotal moment in Casey's artistic career. <laughs> the last time, <laughs> maybe like, not I the won. last time, but we'll see. <laughs> oh, that's but. awesome.
<laughs> so hey, let's let's go ahead. We're just we're gonna dive right in uh, with the episode here. And as stuff comes up, if you recall, remember anything, feel free to interrupt. We can pause, stop at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's something you want to focus on, but we'll just kind of get the ball rolling and go from there. Sounds great. Sweet. And let me get you a water too. Oh, I got it. Oh, you do have one. Okay, yep. cool. Thank you so much. Oh. Mm-hmm. We're alive. A story of survival. Chapter 6. Ah, the sultry tones of Michael Swan. I know. Ah, Eastern Bay. We talked about this last time, but Eastern Bay is a combination of Eastern State and Pelican Bay. So it's, it's, both, it's both the old world and the new world prisons kind of put together. So, that was really clever, too. That was clever. <laughs> Like always. And we have Bert. Bert is the, this is his first VO too. <laughs> Very Bertish. And I love their banter too. They were very, very fun to work with. The, 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 the trio of these three. Didn't help much considering there were still lots of abandoned cars. I'm actually getting something to drink. Less here than most of the other areas. Saul and I keep switching driving since Lizzie can't seem to handle the whole concept of a clutch. <laughs> Educated idiot, if you ask me. She knew how to work on cards, but she couldn't drive a manual. So, yeah, she worked on motorcycles. With The weird commentary on that is uh, Blair can actually drive a clutch. I can't. <laughs> so it was actually my own, like, I can't do this kind of thing. Putting yourself into the care. Yeah, a little bit. There's a bit of irony in that. Or, I don't know if it's irony. On that line, how much of you is in Scratch? We can come back to that. I can barely hear you. Oh, oh, my mic fell down this way. We'll save this question for later. You still reek of stale whiskey with or without your shirt on. Well, I'm hot and I'm driving, so my rule. That's something you have to do with audio is the smells of everything. You have to kind of put them in there manually. Same with colors and things like that. Man, the army standards have really sucked. One to talk. Look at your Buddha belly there. If I poke it, it'll jiggle. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What are you, stupid? That was, that's a, that was a commentary on my dad at the time who had put on a few. He was an older Marine, so he had kind of the Buddha belly going on. It reminded me of the white Christmas when the general goes, you're a disgrace to the outfit. And he points to the guy who has a big belly. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> I feel all right. Doesn't mean I didn't just go through hell. You sure? You're feeling okay? A little sore, but doing just fine. Takes a lot to take me down. Oh, lady. What's wrong with lady? she okay? What is it? Oh, she's fine. She just needs to pee. The little well, 50s rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> radios are still working. They Oh, no, actually, if you listen to the beginning, they're putting cassettes in. Oh. Yeah, the, def- the radio stations are definitely all down by this point. I don't know. I kind of like to imagine, like, the radio stations hole up. We're like, we've got to keep providing entertainment. <laughs> it they're is our like, civic duty to play music. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> Kill that engine. There we go. Now you can hear yourself. Well, one of you get out. I'm not climbing over you two. 
Alright, both of us will pull security while she goes. I gotta go too. So me first, then her. Yeah, I think the radio station still going would be a little bit more like Fallout-ish. <laughs> yeah. Because they always had the like the classic radio stations. Just let it keep going and going. You're good now. It'd be easier to do that nowadays, to keep the radio stations going without people. Yeah, because it, it is all automated now. But the power was the big thing. Because they require a lot of broadcasting power. Mm-hmm. You hear that? What? I think it's cute a guy can say that. Not that. Sounds like another car. Yeah. I hear it too. It's kind of funny. It's like, if you look at, if you look at the timeline, it's like, oh, there's a little bit of car coming up, and then back down again. <laughs> Nope. Can't tell either. Should we honk or something? You know, like signal them? You want to rethink that one, Blondie? Oh, yeah. The sound, right. Yeah, but what if it's it's other survivors? Then you better get your shirt back on before you scare them off. Good idea. He's always so charming, isn't he? <laughs> Just making friends everywhere he goes. Why don't you and your guns climb up on top oh, of the man. tanker and look? Oh, yeah, there it is. Maybe you can see where it's coming from. Liz, for Pete's sake, put the dog back in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, grab your rifle while you're up there. Okay. Ooh, nice fade. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, past me. You see anything? <laughs> There's players' improvisation. Do you think it's nice people or zombies or... It's just her ad libbing. <laughs> what is it? A car? Zombies? What the fuck is it? A car. Blue convertible. Ooh. Can't get the make. I see it too. I can see Scratch only wanting a convertible. I did have a blue convertible. It was one of the first cars I ever had. Really? Whoa. Yeah. That's a coincidence I did not know about. <laughs> I just put it together. <laughs> Did Bert ever get to use the bathroom before they showed up? Uh, yes. That's a question on our live chat. <laughs> it's important to know. <laughs> I would assume if he had to go, he went. Or were they just like, were they all just holding it during a yeah. tense confrontation? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think he's I think he's a little bit more like, you know, adrenaline going right now. Oh, yeah. oh the kid the kid gobbler thing that they just said, that's kind of an omat like a uh, reference to the fact that there are very few kids in this world because the kids were to be the slowest out there. So, in some ways it was just a commentary that there were very few kids left in this world. You just got to be faster than the slowest. Yeah. yeah. So we should wave them down so that they know we're friendly. So all they're arguing and bickering between each other is to illustrate the action of the scene, basically. Just to kind of show what's going on. Are we just going to stand here and do nothing? Oh, this could take Hold up. They're getting out. Bert, they have guns. Keep your voice down. See? They're not pointing their guns at us. So Lizzie's letting you know about who they are and what they look like. Two handguns. Nine millimeters. But I love Scratch's first line Glocks. that comes up. Could be Glocks. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of those too. You have a Glock? I have a Glock nine millimeter. <laughs> that's actually what's, nice. that was military issue. Very nice. 
trying to keep it simple, you know. It started above her left eye, all the way down the bridge of her nose to her right cheek. Oh, that reminds me. I actually have a special thing to get. Um, is it a pause-worthy thing to get? Yeah, it's a pause-worthy thing. Ah, it's a pause-worthy let's pause, thing. Let's pause for two seconds here, Michael, and I'll be right back. Ooh. I, I didn't want to get it early, because it might have intimidated oh. everybody. There he goes. Everyone say right bye, Casey. Bye, Case. He'll probably be back before the live stream catches up with us. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is like it's, it's been a few years since I really re-listened re to this uh -huh. part. And I'm like, oh my god, I did have a blue convertible. Oh my god, I do have a nine millimeter. <laughs> I'm like, was I, was I influenced? Was I subconsciously influenced well, by did, this? When did you get the car and the gun before or the, after? The car was way before. Okay. But I've never told Casey I had a blue convertible. Oh. So I'm like, that's so funny to me. I mean, I was I was humored, but then when I hear what I'm holding now, I go, mm, that could have been subconscious, uh, <laughs> subconsciously maybe, influenced. Maybe. Or vice versa, you know, life has a weird way of, like, giving you signs that you don't really notice until after everything's happened. So you're like, oh, I have this, I have this. It was quite natural, I have to say. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh. It's for a later scene. I won't, I won't reveal it until later. I can't yeah, I wait. You I think it? I already know. You might Before already know. Yep. We're going to use it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think I already know. Yeah, you probably do. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll resume. Wait, why are they stopping? Should we say something? Oh, I'm sure they can hear us. Bert, why don't you say something? The Mexican standoff begins. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Latch, which is uh, Michael Ray Clark. Mm. You told me to talk, and I am. What do you want me to say? It's interesting because... <laughs> Michael Ray, Michael Ray Clark is uh, African American, and uh, Scratch is not. But they're twins. <laughs> and they're still uh, re uh, related. I'm just gonna go talk to them. Because one of those things is, is just voices. No, I'm tired of this. We're all it was, but we did have a good laugh when we finally met. <laughs> back up, bitch! So the first line is "Back up, bitch! I'll kill you," basically. And I can tell you, whenever I said this line, Bert. Jumped in away from his microphone. <laughs> it's true. It, like the whole. <laughs> we stopped. We had to re we had to redo it. We I can think. we can pause for a second here. Um, yeah, the entire uh, that entire raw session um, where you first said that. Uh, did you hear it, Michael, when you listened to the raws? Yeah, I remember. I think I may have a clip of it somewhere. Oh. Oh. No. oh. Um, I, I never even it. heard the Yeah, raw. do you want to uh, go oh, ahead and grab that MP3 words. if you want. Excuse me. Oh, that's a lot of tabs. I um, never heard this either. Yeah, we have we have the original recording session here with us, too. Let me see if... Uh, wow. Do, 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 that's so do. funny. I can see him jumping. Because I was right next to him. He was to my left. I yeah. remember this. He was to my left. And... I don't know. I guess he thought I was just kind of a quiet person. Yeah, I think he did. I think he was like, no, nah, it's, it's completely unexpected of like you to turn to scratch because like really, it's it's a it's a flip. It's like a here's a switch on and off. It's it's not the same person. But you prepped me before, so I was going off of that, and so I was just like trying to harness it until it was until it was time to say the line. But I just remember looking at Bert going. 
like, <laughs> giving him the same reaction he gave me. And then I think we had to stop and redo the scene again. We did, because the entire booth... I, I don't even think the board operator at the time expected it to be that big. And so, like, we everyone in the booth literally jumped because it was so loud in the booth, too. Because it was nobody was expecting uh, you to have a performance that big. I'm so right sorry. Up, right no, no, it's not, not even anything to be apologizing about. It's awesome. Well, for any hearing loss, I might have caused. <laughs> no, no. We, I mean, if anything, all the explosions that go off on our ears, you know, that, that, that is most of it. <laughs> Michael's still searching in there. Did we find it? it uh, let's see here. Back Is it downloading? Back. I think either that or it, or it says forbidden, which is <laughs> very <laughs> ominous. Forbidden. I'll take more more tea in the meantime. Oh, it's tea. We'll I thought cut you the... were just drinking a beer. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I know. I was looking. I was like, that man, good for you. <laughs> no, no. It's just an Arnold Palmer. Uh, if anybody wants to know what my drink of choice is, it's Arnold Palmer. Half and half you ice, half iced tea, half lemonade. Pitch Casey something. Buy him an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big Arnold Palmer fan. Um, the There are very few places that will actually do them right. Like. Yeah. Um, cause I'll be like, Hey, can I get an honor Palmer? And they'll be like, what is that? Yeah, oh, you geez. have to explain it. Anthony drinks them too. And they're always like, not quite what? Right. what is that? Like, I didn't know until I started drinking them like religiously. I think you kind of need a better tea though to make a really good arm. You do. Yeah. You, yeah. And like most of the time I can make a good one because you have to put the lemonade in there first and then you add the unsweetened tea. But sometimes they like had to use like nest tea in it. And it's like, no, what is this crap? Yep. It's like they'll put sweetened tea on top of the lemonade. It's like, yep. no, there's a reason I only get half lemonade because I don't want it so sweet. Alrighty. Um, so, just to queue up because it starts immediately. There was more to this, but I didn't include it all because it's like very loud and peaking. <laughs> so I, I just grabbed the very end of it and the subsequent reaction. <laughs> oh, so, perfect. So here, here oh, you are. Geez. Back up, bitch, I'll shoot! Uh, let's, let's take that one over. We got the really adjusted levels. Oh, okay. Janice Joplin has entered the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Not only blew your mic, but you blew Bert's. Rather quiet still, but yes, you get the picture. Yeah. They were like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I remember, because you were right next to Bert, and, like, it went onto his mic as well. It was oh, awesome. Nice. It was just awesome. I just never seen... I've never seen him jump so high and so far back in my life. I didn't. I didn't expect it. <laughs> nah, he. Was, I don't think he was. No, nah, he wasn't expecting it either. <laughs> and that. That's. That was the the chemistry that became Bird and Scratch from then on. Ah. A constant surprise Aww, from then on. That's kind of cute. Yeah, it came. It came a thing of trying to intimidate the other. <laughs> oh, really? From then on, yeah. From that. Ah, that's great. I guess I started it. <laughs> Inadvertently. Shall we keep going? I'm backing up. Hold up. Come on, Strauss. Calm down. I'm running the show now. Just follow my lead. You fucking peons have a lot of guts to they, join. They 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 cock their pistols a lot. She moved on us. How can we trust her? Or you? Fucking ditto. How can we trust you? Hey, Scarface. We have you outnumbered and outgunned. You should lower your weapons. Lizzie, keep stepping back, slowly. I am. Yeah, keep threatening us. That's gonna help. You drew your gun on her first, sis. Quiet. Listen to your friend there. He's got the right idea. 
my brother trust too much. Yeah, thanks for the backup, Latch. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. kidding. <laughs> lower our guns at the same time. Also, I think I was figuring out who you guys were at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think if I rewrote this now, it'd be very different. Oh, okay. There we go. See, that, that's much better. Shall we try again? Hey. Uh, how are you? Oh, no, <laughs> just Liz, you might step into the plane on this one. I'm staying right here. <laughs> hey. Smart. I'm going to put my gun down. And why don't you send someone for without theirs? I can agree to that. This is not a good idea. You stay here. They're dangerous. What else can That's I a very do? interesting statement. They're dangerous. Oh, you sure you yeah. do it's all perception. Kind of. <laughs> in the end, you're kind of right, in a way. Yeah, people out here are probably highly stressed. I mean, we find out how much family is important to her. Yeah. You would have been the same had you not been unconscious. Yeah, maybe. Lucky for you, I was out of it. Saltine. Latch. Love this little handshake. Like. Just Latch. We're twins. Oh. I can see Nate in the ocean going. Yeah, that's that was that's kind of the inside joke there. I think. There was a smile around the circle. Yeah. Well, glad to see that things are going to be all right between us now. Well, kind of. What do you mean? Kind of. We want our shit back. Hey. hey, everyone calm down. Rushing up here is gonna start things back up again. We have every right to. You what? Easy, I, have the I think there's a line coming up of scratches that the country comes out. You have something that belongs to us. And what the hell do we have? Huh. It's pretty hard to miss, even for an old man. Old man? You talking about the rig here? Finders keepers. What gives you the right to keep something that don't belong to you? <laughs> don't belong. Don't like belong. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it, there's like missing. It's a. Definitely was a country western part right there. But, I mean, where I'm from in Pennsylvania, they know that I'm from that part. They can hear it. Oh, they can? They can hear oh, it. Oh, okay. About seven hollow point reasons, including the one in the chamber pointed at your ugly fucking face so this is the weapon that that bird is pointing right now this is surely oh my god yeah it's 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 not real it's, yeah. so don't worry oh if this anybody is pause worthy hold up oh yeah this can be pause worthy people um, of the podcast we but have this, Shirley in the room this is a massive massive pistol if you've ever seen uh this is what they the actual size would be Dang. for a 0 0.50 like the rounds themselves are huge although it, you know obviously this isn't the right one but um they are basically 50 caliber rounds wow. <laughs> but like i mean just look at the size it, it, it pointed towards it this way so they can yeah, see it the on camera. camera that's so big yeah it's it's it is pretty massive it's like the size of your easily your forearm yeah, seriously. Is it heavy? Um, you know, for a replica, no. It's really not that heavy. No, it's, it, I mean, mm -hmm. if it was loaded, it would be heavier. It would be a lot a heavier. A lot heavier. Um, but here, you want to, you can. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. No, that thing is, that thing is huge. Oh, um, it even says Shirley on it. It does. It's ah! engraved on the side uh, <laughs> with Shirley. That's 
Cool. Bert, uh, wow. Marv, uh, got that specially made, um, and he gave it to me. Michael? Uh, at the end oh, of the series. Gosh, I'm, I was I'm very busy cool. trying to keep up with it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just passing Shirley around. That sounds bad. Blamable. Uh, Dang. Yeah. This is, this, wow. This is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, imagine, like, I actually, this is the, I, I keep this in my nightstand if I ever need the intimidation, because, <laughs> like, literally, if you were out there with, like, this, I don't think anybody would, would like, give you any any trouble at all, given the size of, like, what this would do to Even somebody. the replica would just hurt if you hit someone in the head with it, like, as a blunt object. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it, this thing... Like, if you actually did fire this thing, it, it's got such a recoil. It's just... It's... I was about to say that. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, no, there's... The people the who go and hit you. themselves in the head, that's pretty much what these would do. Ugh, yikes. So, but awesome. So, yeah, so we'll, 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 we'll keep this here between us for now. I am so glad you broke that up. That is really, really cool. Oh, that's one of my favorite so, pieces of the series. That, well, wow. that's kind of how I meet Bert. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely it's it is his iconic Shirley that's there the entire time, and it's like if if you're scratch and latch, uh, you would see that and be like, ah, oh, okay, this Maybe is not exactly like what we had. I would know seeing this that he probably had some experience in using it, given the size and what it is. <laughs> yeah, just the fact that like the ammunition alone would be so rare in this world. Yeah. Oh, we do have a quick question before we jump right on in. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. What part of Pennsylvania are you from, Jenna? I'm from two hours northwest of Pittsburgh. So it's a really, really small, very small town. Um, yeah, cool. It's called Nicktown. There might be 500 to There's 600 people. There's a lot people. of like, <laughs> township places yeah. up in Pennsylvania. Yeah, there is. Nice. Did you go back for Thanksgiving at all? I didn't. I'm going back for Christmas. Oh, good. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was from Sarah. She's from uh, York. Oh, yeah. New- York, Pennsylvania? Mm-hmm. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a yingling for me. <laughs> What's a yingling? Yingling is the oldest brewed beer in America. Oh. And it's brewed in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Wow. So it's a li- we're a little, I mean, if you like beer, like yeah. lager specifically, then there's a little bit of like, we got the oldest brewed beer. <laughs> Never mind the Liberty Bell. Just You've saying. Just saying. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, see, so you learn stuff on the archive. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's jump back in. And load. You little cunt. All right. Whoa. Yeah, that's the only time that word ever gets kind of close to being said on the show. Say this rig was yours. Locked and loaded. If anybody doesn't know, that's Bert's shop or the name of his shop. Another from the refueling depot. There are like six others there. Oh, those are ours too. What? So you own all of them? All right, how about we bring back another rig we find at the side of the road? Or, hey, why don't you just turn the fuck around and open up your eyes? There's another one right up the street. Obviously, you need so fucking many for just- There's a lot of swearing. This is, I think, the most swearing in any episode out of all of them is in six. I guess I was in a mood when I did. A lot of anger. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it channeled a lot of anger in this one. Oh, it happens. S- Scratch is my dark side, so <laughs> don't let it out. Or you could. <laughs> no, no. Does one rig really matter? No, I suppose it doesn't. That's an Israeli weapon. Bro, you can't do that. It's all right. 
as long as they can be civil and recognize what is ours. See, man, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> We're all just people here. A simple trade, we can probably work something out. Maybe we can bring a little something, something back to you this time and then work out some sort of relation. It's all good. One sec. We need a moment. Take your time. We so do we. Oh, eh, I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! I thought he said so do we. <laughs> oh, well. And that's the well, end of the end first of episode. Dun, dun, dun. Dang, that was short. Yeah, the first episode actually is the shortest out of all three of these. The second and the third one is really long. So, um, so yeah, it's a little imbalanced in this one, but hey, uh, well, what can you do? Um, so that is the end of the first episode. Yes. Woo woo. Now we got some more coming up for you. So, uh, so either tune in next time, or if you're part of the live stream, stay tuned. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into those fan questions now. Let me see. A, com so a couple of them are pretty similar to each other, so I'm going to try and group them okay. together. Uh, coming from Facebook, our first question, Brian Boguski, 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 I'm sorry, I'm really bad with names, as you all know, uh, says, Jenna, as a longtime fan of the series and the dynamic that Scratch has, does your portrayal of Scratch stem from anywhere? I know some actors sometimes use past experiences. Hmm. That's a really good question. Are you evil in a past? <laughs> have, I, have I done the things to other people? <laughs> no. I never lost that much control in my anger. Never murdered anyone. I never murdered anyone or stabbed <laughs> anyone. Uh, so I, I, I wouldn't say it went from past experiences per se but um i like to imagine that i like to create things in my own head that might happen because you know your mind will your body will follow suit to your mind a lot of the times mm -hmm. if you're like if you're thinking about something that's sad even though nothing is sad in front of you you can still cry because it's oh, yeah. in your head yeah so that's what i try to do with her even though i'm not going to go out and murder someone because they pissed me off but um you can imagine it. but i can imagine just doing it mm -hmm. and then living in that part of it living in the thought itself so that that that's how i had to that, that's for the most part how i played her was really going into a, you know those dark places yeah and um mentally being okay with thinking thinking those thoughts and then just uh, harnessing the anger and and the expectation of what she needs to do. Sure. So. Uh, kind of jumping off of that, Garrett G. Hunt asks, how did you get yourself ready for recording sessions in that vein? I had a bit of a drive. So I did, <laughs> yes. I remember this. And I, I did listen to some some music. <laughs> some, <laughs> heavy some, heavy. Some, some angry music. Nice. And ju just music that would get you pumped up. Like, you, you want to fight. You're going in there. You are going to cause trouble. And I'm looking for it. <laughs> and I'm not going to lose. Um, it's going in, that's how, walking into the studio itself. I went in there just already thinking, like, somebody's causing a fight with me. I'm going to kick their ass. I'm not losing. I am angry. I am all these things. Nice. And you should know that by now. <laughs> <laughs> so. Did you ever make, like, a scratch playlist that you'd listen to? 
No. <laughs> I wonder what Scratch would put on a playlist if she were to make one. Oh, you know, I did, I did listen to War Pigs. <laughs> that, nice. I, I did like that one. That kind of got me, like, you know, get, getting in there, and then I just kind of went in a heavier stuff. I would, mine would be Rage Against the Machine. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. Both great tracks. Uh, just, there, there's, anybody who listens to the radio, there's like a couple of tracks where it's like, um, it's just like, yeah, it'll get You're you angry. in the right mood. Yeah, and the right anger and the right mode. It's just, it's very, you know, it's perfect. <laughs> just perfect. Uh, let me see. From Twitter, Spooky Mooney asks. Spooky Mooney. What originally drew you to Scratch's character, and how different was it to play her compared to other roles you've played? Uh, I love a villain. I don't find a villain much different than a hero. Um, it's just a matter of perception and the, the the intention. So to play, for me to play the the antagonist is um, there. I, I do like that side. I like what brings that 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 dark side. The the, <laughs> part, the part that you know people hide away in their own thoughts and in their hearts and because they don't want to let it come out and it's the part that people fear mm -hmm. about other people and and it, it's very very real um the level of anger the level of survival when you're put in situations um where you know it's you it's you or me sure and um that's what i was trying to make as real as possible um in 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 bringing that character to life was bringing the very just being raw with very simple emotions of wanting to live needing to live wanting to be powerful i need i need to know that i am important that i can lead that i am also successful no you're okay i was just moving that slightly other way i know i probably <laughs> but yeah I, I hope did that answer the question yeah totally okay. did okay. um let me see. Uh, DeHaventon, this is a live chat question. Uh, we have a little chat scrolling along with us. Oh, yeah, the, you, on YouTube. Hang out with people on YouTube. For our live streamers who can ask questions on the fly. Uh, Jenna, did you make up your own backstory for Scratch to help portray the character? No. Mm. Hmm. Um, I just Just by reading the little bit that was in the script as she, as she started to grow and um, develop yeah, you in got itself. A, you got a little bit with the scene. I mean, I yeah. we gave the background of like when they weren't hot. You got you because I think that was necessary to understand their characters and their perspectives. Is you need to see them cold, which mm -hmm. is why we have that whole scene with them being unobserved by um, well, they're observed by Saul, but really they're unobserved in the story in a way where they can just be themselves. Mm -hmm. That that's right, and there were a few things. Yeah, is it? I'm just gonna do that. I think. That's okay, no, that's that's good. Thank you. <laughs> and and I didn't want to start creating something in my own head and it be different than what Casey wanted. Sure. And um, so I started I, at first. I kind of like tiptoed, and then if he was giving me the green light to keep going down that road, I would do it. And then he would feed little things. Like he'd pull me out. He goes, "Oh, let 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 me let me tell you this part about her." And then things started eventually connecting and making sense sure. but it a lot of it was pretty 
pretty cold and um, um, not, not much of a back story except he just said, he goes, you know, she's, she's going to be angry and she's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Moment yeah. driven. From the writer <laughs> standpoint, I didn't, there's some aspects of, of Scratch that I did not have flushed out at that point. I already knew the family was a big thing. Like, that was already part of it. That was... And I didn't. Uh, you yeah. didn't reveal that to me yet. No. Um, it didn't come out, I think... Um, the familiarity of Angel comes out, I think, in the next episode. Um, because we recorded them. Um, so we recorded episode one by itself, and then two and three, and then four and five, and then six and seven. So seven, when we get to the end of it, like, I gave you the familiarity, but I didn't tell you where that came from yet. So that hadn't come up. You know this guy, but I can't tell you how you know him yet. Yeah. Just, you do. <laughs> awesome. Oh, those were some great fan questions. Those were <laughs> awesome. Those were really great. We will, uh, we thank you all for sending them. We will be talking uh, with you again next time here on We're Live Archive. Uh, be sure to tune in next time as we talk to Jenna for part two. Thanks, guys. See you next time. They both looked like hoity-doities from the Mod Squad. And then I realized one was a chick, because she wasn't packing down below. How can we trust you? Everybody's stepping every, you know. It's, it's too a tense early. situation. We're feeling the tenseness. <laughs> Freeze, you chili-choking pepper belly. <laughs> That's from Cheats and Shang, sorry. I was at the whole... Thank you.